welcome to the very first episode of Tech Advantage. I'm Parumita. When we think of innovation in materials technology, we envision a landscape where cutting-edge research and creative thinking converge to transform the way we construct or manufacture and utilize materials, while simultaneously addressing environmental concerns. Sustainable composites represent one such innovation which has been significant, to say the least, in the quest for eco-friendly and resource-efficient materials. To know a little bit more about these composites and how they have had a remarkable impact on various sectors, I have as my guest today an expert in the field, Dr. Damien Lenoble. He is the Director of the Materials Research and Technology Department here at LIST. Welcome, Damien. Hey, good morning, Paramita. Good morning. Uh, wonderful to have you here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for basically welcoming me here. So, shall we start at the very beginning? Yeah, let's start. Um, so, just for the listeners, because I don't know whether in, you know everybody knows what exactly a composite means. So, let's start from there. What is a composite? Um, so, you, you can think about, I mean, composite can be a very generic definition. And um, you can think of composite materials when you have to assemble any um, basically kind of materials that are different from, um, let's say, material family perspective. What I mean by that, there are different family of materials. You know, you have polymeric materials like plastics, you have metals materials. And when you have to basically assemble what we used to name heterogeneous materials, then that leads to composite materials. That's the kind of definition that we can give for composite materials. And in list, we are mostly specialized in polymer-based composite materials, meaning composite that involves polymeric materials or that includes polymeric materials. Uh, but there are many, many different uh, uh, families of, of composite materials. Why did we need to make these composite materials sustainable? And how are they different in terms of, I don't know, in terms of performance, in terms of economic performance also? Mm -hmm. Uh, from the traditional composite materials. Yeah. So the main. Uh, so first of all, I mean, the idea behind engineering composite materials is to is to try to engineer materials that outperform basically uh, monolithic or let's say uh, uh, materials like single. What we used to say single family materials. So uh, when considering ma composite, it's to 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 get um, or to try to get the best of two or three different materials that are bring all together, okay, in order to outperform the typical performance that you could basically reach when engineering one single materials alone. But the basic idea behind this is to say, okay, by assembling those different materials, I may try to reach basically new performance scope that so I cannot reach with a single material family alone. So composite materials themselves are better performers than traditional because they have different various layers of different... Of, of course, that depends on the application. Right. Okay. Mm. That's And one of the rather interesting properties of composite materials, and in particular polymer-based uh, uh, composite materials, is, is their uh, uh, weight. So it means that also this is why we are working on those material family in list is 
they have a high potential for light weighting, basically uh, the materials themselves. So basically, thanks to those uh, uh, key uh, uh, parameters and those key uh, features, that drives also their sectorial application. Um, so you can, for example, imagine of um, of having a, a composite materials almost as strong as a steel, okay, but much much. Uh, uh, let's say lighter than than steel. So this is also one of the not key indicators, but nevertheless key features of, in particular, polymer-based composite materials. The, a question that comes very naturally after this. We'll we'll get to the sustainability part a little later. Mm -hmm. But but from what you said, the thought that comes directly is it's you know the composites, the application of composites in which because it being lightweight. I imagine that in, I don't know, in sectors like automotive sector yep. or aerospace even yes. that. Exactly. So, I mean, any sectors related to, I would say, transportation are basically sectors that could be of interest for, let's say, composite materials and in particular composite materials having these properties of light weighting, the overall structure. So, indeed, you can find composite materials into automotive, into aeronautics, also, there are more and more, I would say, composite development for space, spacecraft uh, system. Uh, again, I mean, thanks to the lightweighting properties of those composites, you can easily imagine, you know, the, the gain that you can bring uh, to, uh, to um, I would say, any product that needs to be moved. So that's one of the dominating sectors of application for, for composite materials. Energy also is something quite important, in particular when you are considering the windmill. Uh, again, I mean, this is um, a system that needs to be moved. If you are considering about the, the pail themselves, you have, to, you have to basically put those pails into rotation. Yeah. And the energy basically needed to basically put those pails into rotation is proportional to their weight. Okay. And so if you can develop a structure which is as light as possible, but nevertheless extremely robust from mechanical properties and flexibilities also properties, then you need much less wind to put those pails into rotation and then to generate electricity. So this is also one of the main sector of application of lightweight composite. Uh, and this is also where the sustainability question comes, because uh, even if the performance of those uh, composite materials is quite good for this sectorial application, there is an issue regarding their recyclability, which is mainly linked to the fact that this is an assembly of multiple materials together. Basically, the capability to disassemble those materials at the end of life of the product is extremely complicated. So this is why you focus on the sustainability of those materials is extremely important. In other words, is how you can imagine since the beginning, you know, composite materials that can be assembled all together, reaching the performance level that you are targeting, but also anticipating how you can disassemble those materials at the end of life. So that the entire life cycle remains sustainable. Hopefully. At the end of the day, you still need energy and so on to, for, for the processing of those materials, for the reprocessing of those materials and so on. But indeed, the concept behind this is to make sure that you engineer your composite materials so that you can reuse it at its end of life by disassembling the key components or the key materials that have been used to engineer your composite materials. And then you can think about recycling or 
simply also to, to, to close the loop and to try to reuse the same material for making the same product and so on. So this is, this is typically what, what is behind. And fair to say that here, composite materials, they bring something thanks to their uh, uh, lightweight. But on the other side, they are much more complex to recycle, okay, than, than uh, metals materials, for example. So metals materials, so aluminum that you can use for your cars or steel that, uh, that uh, you can use for the carcass of the car, they can be recycled 100%. So here, if composite materials bring an advantage thanks to their weight, because it means that, for example, you can lightweight a car, which becomes more and more important, in particular if you want to save energy and if you are considering the electrification of cars, what is quite important to extend basically the autonomy of, uh, of, of, of the car is to basically reuse the overall weight of it. And it is well known today that the battery becomes a key factor of that weight. Exactly. And basically you do not have a lot of room to play to optimize the weight of the batteries. So what you have to consider is how do you optimize the overall, basically, skeleton of, of your the car. car yeah. Acknowledging that today, the material being used are recycled at 95%. Okay, so this is also one of the challenge of sustainable composites. So they can bring something on one hand, but you have to make sure that on the other hand, you do, you do not bring new problem that you will need to solve in 10 years from now at the end of life of the product. So that's why the sustainable aspect of a composite taking into account the uh, this important aspect of the let's say of the reuse of those composite of those component of those composite materials is extremely important what are the the, the, the composition of these composites for example we know that we have bio-based composites mm -hmm. so this is another aspect yeah is is indeed there are also key components into composite materials which are fibers yeah okay uh, and so you, you can think about the use of synthetic fibers, which is known since many, many years. But you can think also to replace those synthetic fibers by bio-based fibers. This is one also of the approach to make those composites more sustainable. But here, this is not the sustainability of the composite themselves, which is ingenious, but this is more an overall, um, let's say, approach, which is to uh, envisage the use of natural resources that are not used for other purposes, like for the food industry, for example, or, or things like that, but you are more thinking about how can I use or value agricultural waste, how you can engineer those, let's say, resources to make them, let's say, attractive for composite materials application. So there is this uh, um, research about the replacement of synthetic fibers by natural fibers, and LIST is working on uh, on those aspects. There is this also approach of using uh, wasted agri agricultural resources and and to try to make some kind of chemical engineering of those resources in order to turn those key molecules that can extract from those waste into polymeric materials. So here you see that you start to have a kind of a nice combination between fibers and polymers. And fibers are polymer are two dissimilar materials. And then you can think about combining them in the same philosophy as, I would say, synthetic composite. But here you have a composite fully bio-based. The main issue behind this is the performance of those bio-based composites. 
they are not at the level of performances of what we could name synthetic composite. And here, this is also one of the uh, research line being pushed in list is how you can basically engineer further those, um, let's say, bio-based resources in order to also make them integrated into a fully bio-based or partially bio-based composite so that you can reach the level of performance being expected for the application. So here, the sustainability comes from the fact of using, let's say, natural resources but nevertheless, if at the end of the day, the performance are not there, you do not solve the problem. There is one key aspect of the sustainability that needs to be taken into account, and it's not always done, is, is about the economic sustainability of exactly. your innovation, of your, of your research. You can make the perfectly bio-based product, but if it does not meet the performance level required for the application, you have nothing in your hands. So the economic sustainability of your innovation is extremely important. Also, so it's always a, a kind of a balance between performance target and indeed, um, I would say, um, the sustainability from a resource manufacturing usage perspective and recycling also. But there is one key component of all of this, which is the usage. Is there really a market or do I meet the market requirement with such you know, fully bio-based products. And it's not always the case. For example, if you are considering a bio-based product, having a lifetime, which is four times lower than a synthetic-based product, I'm not sure that at the end of the day, the bio-based product is more sustainable than the, uh, than the synthetic one. So it's also a matter of performances. And one of the key parameters of the sustainability is also the durability of your, basically, uh, uh, product or of your materials. And so from that perspective, it's fair to say that synthetic composites used to have uh, also, depending on the application, but much longer durability than bio-based composites. So we are working also on those aspects of, um, of course, improving the performances of bio-based composites, but also to try to improve their overall durability, their overall lifetime. Uh, because a product used to experience, you know, variation in, temper in temperature, variation in humidity, variation of uh, sun expo uh, solar exposures and so on. So there are many different uh, external stimuli that basically stress materials. And uh, from that perspective, bio-based materials is not for most of the most of the application as robust as synthetic materials. So this is also one of the challenge when we are considering sustainable composite. There is this bio-based aspect, but this bio-based aspect should be really analyzed very carefully. In list we have, we now have the sustainable composite mm -hmm. material innovation center. Yes. So, what kind of research is going in there so that we can reach that robustness or that durability or that that kind of economic performance? So, uh, and this is certainly the the added value of of the innovation center, as we have said it. The innovation center has been thought so that. Most of the research experience that we have enlisted into those material family can be used in order to target really product performance that are not driven by us, but that are driven by key OEM, original equipment manufacturer, into, into the transportation sectors. So this is why into the innovation center, we have a very active observing committee involving Airbus, Toyota, Thales Alenia, who basically provide us, first of all, use case 
for the composite material family being developed in list and will provide us basically what are the key targets to be rich to make sure that those composites using bio-based resources can meet the market requirement. So it avoids us to be a bit blind into our development. And that's basically the, the key value of our innovation centers is how we can basically bridge the market needs and we don't want to bridge the market needs of, uh, uh, let's say for the next two years. Our ambition is to say, okay, what will be the vehicle of the future in five to 10 years? And for that vehicle of the futures, we know that there is this trend about lightweighting the vehicles. And we know that there is this trend about recyclability of the vehicles. And we know that there is, and, and from that perspective, how we can use the lightweighting, let's say, uh, uh, advantage of composite materials so that we can reach the same level of recyclability than, uh, I would say, standard aluminum-based uh, vehicles today. And having this in mind, we have those uh, key players giving us, providing us some insights, but that are extremely relevant for their businesses. And then we basically, you know, connect the research expertise that we have in list, working, for example, of natural fibers like bamboo fibers. We are one of one of the leading, leading uh, let's say, uh, lab in, in Europe, engineering bamboo fibers. And we have uh, discovered, for example, of depending on the way that you um, uh, extract the bamboo fibers on the way that you uh, align the bamboo fibers all together, you clearly modify the overall mechanical properties of your composites. And that's a key note in particular to get those uh, trade-off between mechanical properties and light weighting. Uh, we, we have this uh, fantastic, uh, um, um, let's say, chemical engineering to, to value agricultural waste into uh, a specific polymeric resin. Um, and that's the work of, uh, of, of the uh, uh, Sustainable Polymers uh, Research Group. And they work on this very specific polymeric resin that enables to reach also high mechanical properties, but also to recycle or to enable the recycling of the composite materials at the end of life. So this, and this kind of research is strongly rising interest for those OEM. If you are considering aircraft, for example, all the interior cabin, of, of, uh, of today's air aircraft uh, are, are made of, of composite materials already, but those composite materials cannot be recycled. So that's an issue in particular for a company of Airbus, but the same for Boeing, acknowledging that you know they have this vision of, of, of reaching this uh, net zero carbon impact for uh, the aviation industry by 2050. And one of the key challenge for them is will be of course to replace the uh, the fuselage with uh, fully recyclable materials, because here, you know, you are also touching the safety aspect of an aircraft. But one of the, uh, let's say, first step being considers, con considered is, is to replace all the interior cabin materials, okay, with composite materials that can be recycled. And the recyclability is equally important, is, is equally important than, than the bio-based aspect. So, if a composite can be fully recycled, this is already a great achievement. Yeah. Of course, if it can value bio-based resources that are not used for other purposes and in part, in particular for food industry, this is even better. You touched the aspect that I was going to ask you about, safety. Yeah. Safety and regulation, because we are talking about aerospace, we are talking about the automotive industry. 
you just said that the, the panels inside uh, an aircraft mm -hmm. are now uh, made of composites. The safety aspect, I mean, it's, it's rather easy. I mean, all of this industry, they have standardized tests. So basically you have to comply with those tests. And one of, for example, of the key challenge of those, um, let's say composite heather that can be recycled or that, that are bio-based is for the flame and, and fire retardancy properties. And here you can easily imagine that for the uh, aeronautics industry, they have very strict requirements. And this is why also extremely important for us to have this direct connection with the hand users. Yeah. Because they clearly provide to list and to the SCMM member those full specification that needs to be fulfilled. It's it's matter of stating, okay, you can have the best bio-based composite, but if at the end of the day it does not fulfill the legal specification for fire and flame retardancy for its use in aircraft, you have no market for that bio-based composite. There are lots of other questions that I wanted to ask, but um, maybe for our next time, for example, what other sectors composites can be used in. And uh, But I think we are running out of time a little bit. And um, I wanted to finish our conversation on the, this event that... Mm -hmm. uh, our department, the materials department, is mm -hmm. going to hold uh, shortly. Yeah. So indeed, on the 30th of, of November. But before telling you a bit more about that event, I can quickly answer your question about what are the most promising sectors beyond, uh, let's say, aeronautics, automotive, energy. I mean, we can foresee a bright future for composite materials into the construction sectors. Yeah. Because we may think of replacing some basically structure in particular made with concrete by some of those composite materials, some of those structural and sustainable composite materials. So that may be the next phases of the sustainable composite innovation centers because for the moment we are really focusing on the transportation sector. But maybe in five years from now we will also uh, look at uh, how the those those materials can also be ingenious but for the construction sectors so it has a bright future i hope so <laughs> <laughs> but coming back indeed to this event that will be the first industry day of the uh, sustainable composite materials and manufacturing innovation center and here we we, we have also to mention uh, thierry giraud uh, who is basically the uh, uh, scmm manager and who is a bit the architect about this uh, uh, this innovation uh, uh, center research program because one of the key aspects of this innovation center is the is the strategic research innovation agenda which should lead to the uh, basically to the uh, uh, to uh, to the manufacturing or to the not the manufacturing but to the fabrication of six demonstrators that are of industrial interest uh, and these demonstrators are really driven by those market needs, or let's say the mid-term market needs. And so to make sure that we have all the components, all the expertise, because again, the Innovation Center is not only LIST, but it is LIST plus its member, we organize this Industry Day that will be on the 30th of November uh, in Osharaj, uh, next to the uh, composite manufacturing platform of LIST. 
so that we can bring all together the stakeholders behind this initiative. So, of course, the ministries, uh, which were extremely supportive to, uh, to us, the Ministry of Higher Education and Research, the Ministry of Economy, the uh, uh, SEM members, members, but also we will have the voice of um, end users. So this is why we will have also fantastic keynotes, speaker coming from the uh, uh, automotive industries, uh, coming from the uh, bus also industry, and they will bring also certainly new view, new vision, new highlights about the, the, the use of sustainable composites beyond the one that have been identified okay. by the SCMM today. So what we want to have is to also this platform of the industry day to make sure that we establish the connection between the different uh, uh, actors of those value chain so that we bring them all together under the same roof and hopefully to bring also those uh, actors into the innovation centers as active members yeah. of the innovation centers. Um, because this added value is there. I mean, the added value of the innovation center is there, making the connection between research outcome and how do you integrate those research outcome into the real life product application for the midterm market. So that's basically what we will bring during that day. Uh, of course, specialized around sustainable composites. However, there is also this, um, uh, um, let's say, trends about making those composites smarter. Basically, how do you integrate sensors and so on, just to monitor basically the deformation of those composites. Integrating sensors into the composite. Exactly. This is also one of the trends. And here you merge two worlds, basically. You merge My the gosh. world of sustainable composite and you, you merge the world of digital uh, technologies. And this is also one of the key trends that will be discussed during this industry day. Sounds exciting. Hopefully. <laughs> Thank you so much, Damien. Thank you, Paramita. It was wonderful talking to you. Yeah, it's time for coffee now. It's time for coffee. So that was our first episode with Dr. Damien Lenoble. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned as I did about the sustainable composites and their uses. In our upcoming episodes, we'll discuss other tech topics that are relevant to our world today. Follow us on our social networks and see you in two weeks.